Good morning, friends, and happy Labor Day. Welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this podcast is constructed to give honest suggestions rooted in Scripture, to pump up your day with encouragement, and fill your life with positivity. I want to talk to you this morning about foundations. And I want to start with some Bible verses. Matthew 7, 24 through 27 says in the New Living Translation, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Psalm 11.3 says, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And in 1 Corinthians 3.11, For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid by Jesus Christ. My husband and I were reading our devotions this morning, and it brought back a lot of memories because the subject matter was on foundations. I remember singing about the wise man who built his house upon the rock and the foolish man who built his house upon the sand. As a child, I loved the hand motions that went with the song, especially with that big clap at the end, signifying that the foundation of sand crumbled. I then remembered when my nephew and his wife built their home years ago. The wooden structure was up, and since we were visiting in Virginia at the time from our home in Pennsylvania, he asked that we join his family and his grandparents, my mom and dad, to come up for a time of prayer over their home. Not only that, but he asked each one of us to pick a wooden foundational structure and write our favorite Bible verse on it. So we were all given markers and set about finding our spot to write our famous and our favorite Bible verses. One was written over the doorframe of their home, and after we were all done, we gathered in the garage in a circle and prayed that God would bless their home. It was such a wonderful time in the Lord and to be able to share in their forever home dedication. So, I can imagine you know where I'm going with this podcast message, how incredibly important it is for a solid foundation in order for a house or any structure to maintain its strength, safety, credibility, and of course, to pass inspection. Now, what about spiritual credibility, spiritual strength, and a solid, strong spiritual foundation? As most of you know that listen to this podcast and are encouragers and supporters of these weekly messages, the foundation of our country is losing its solidarity. God has told us in Matthew 12, 25, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation 
and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. It's also expressed in Mark 3.25, and if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Unfortunately, that's exactly what we are experiencing in our country currently. Our country is being torn between two political factions. Now, please hear me. Not every American is part of this name-calling, strife-consuming struggle. There are Americans today praying every single day that our Creator God would forgive us and heal this land. Judges 21:25 says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Proverbs 21:2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. And in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in its end, it's the way to death. What do you think happened in biblical history when there was no king and everyone did what was right in their own eyes? The nation of Israel suffered. So what do you think is happening in America as the king of glory, the maker of heaven and earth, has been eliminated from just about every facet of our lives? We have chaos. Who's the author of peace and order? God. When individuals believe they can make their own decisions and they don't need, nor do they want God in their lives, well, look around us today. Protesting, destroying businesses, the police not being respected, name-calling abounds, and deceit is found in the highest levels of government. As I've mentioned before, I'm a Cinderella girl. Not that I've been abused and had to be rescued by a prince, but I was a sinner rescued from eternal damnation by a heavenly Father who loved me so much he sent his Son to pay the ultimate price for my soul. I desire... I want and I long for peace on earth and goodwill toward men, women, and children. So I continue to stay the course, pray fervently, read God's word, and try to carry out the Great Commission as best I can. Are there loved ones and friends I want to know to come to to the knowledge of Jesus Christ? Absolutely. But as my mama always said, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. We live a life that we pray leaves the fragrance of our Lord behind when he calls us home. But there is no way we can do the saving. That only leads to strife. And I want to spend my remaining years serving, loving, and witnessing of Jesus. My friends, keep praying that God will reveal the correct individuals for us all to vote for in November. Ask him to guide us through knowledge to know who is full of integrity and truth. Individuals who love God, this country, and strive to protect our families and our children. God is much bigger than the sea of distrust, disinformation, and the swirling chaos around us. I always want to fill my listeners with positivity, and this has turned a bit more like a mini-sermon. But here's a little story to hopefully put a smile on your face today. Here it is. A doctor, a lawyer, and a little boy, and a priest 
were out for a Sunday afternoon flight on a small private plane. Suddenly, the plane developed engine trouble. In spite of the best efforts of the pilot, the plane started to go down. Finally, the pilot grabbed a parachute, yelled to the passengers that they'd better jump, and then he bailed out. Unfortunately, there were only three parachutes remaining. The doctor grabbed one and said, I'm a doctor, I saved lives, so I must live, and he jumped out. The lawyer said, I'm a lawyer, and lawyers are the smartest people in the world. I deserve to live, so he grabbed a parachute and he jumped. The priest looked at the little boy and said, my son, I've lived a long and full life. You are young and have your whole life ahead of you. Take that last parachute and live in peace. The little boy handed the parachute back to the priest and said, not to worry, Father. The smartest man in the world just took off of my backpack. You know, I had to laugh when I read that, and I've heard that before. But we need to remember who packed our parachutes and who made it recognizable from all the other things we could be placing on our back to save us from eternal death. Father God, help us to know that you are in charge, even at the point of protecting us when others are seemingly making decisions that affect our lives. Help us to daily cast all our cares and concerns on you and stop reeling them back in when you don't send us an immediate answer or solution. May we rely on you every step of the way home. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, friends. I hope you have a wonderful Labor Day. And as always, I'll see you next time.